State of Illinois Department of Children and Family Services Otto Kerner, Governor Donald Breland, Ph.D. The Banner The Banner of Victory is a Challenge to New Valor Illinois Braille and Sight-Saving School, Jacksonville, Illinois Everett E. Wilcox, Ed. D., Superintendent February 1964 Number 4. Student Council Banquet. This year, the annual Student Council Banquet is going to be held at Hamilton's Restaurant at 6.30 p.m. on February 8th. Lemuel Phipps has been elected as Toastmaster. The guest speaker will be Mr. Leo J. Flood, former superintendent of our school. The banquet theme is centered around Valentine's Day. The menu consists of juice a la leapier, arrowed chicken, cupid potatoes, affectionate corn, valentine salad, tangy accompaniment, turtle dove rolls, sweetheart sherbet, beau beverages. A group of girls from McMurray College will supply the entertainment after dining. All in all, it sounds like an interesting banquet. Let's see everyone there. Class Officers Once again, the high school students have chosen the students that they wish to be their leaders in the spring semester. The freshmen have elected the following. President, Charlotte Vincent. Vice President, Richard Howe, Secretary, Doug Folkers, Treasurer, Beth Beaupre. The sophomores have elected President, Nancy Weidner, Vice President, Marilyn Gill, Secretary, Patsy Davison, Treasurer, Lemuel Phipps. New officers of the junior class are as follows. President, Ronald Terhark, Vice President, Richard Meyer, Secretary, Rita Cunningham, Treasurer, Don Vogel. The seniors have chosen for their final officers, President, Marilyn Jones, Vice President, Howard Spicer, Secretary, Marie Cluen, Treasurer, Mary O'Grady. The Banner Editor-in-Chief, Marie Cluen. Assistant Editor, Robert Sullivan. Feature Reporters, Irvin Glenn, Michael Gill, Mary O'Grady, Susan Thielen. Faculty Advisor, John R. Dietrich. Braille Editor, Dave Stevens. Editorial. Prelude to Pitches. As February rolls around for the 1964 year, it undoubtedly will remind the majority of the population of three things. Abe Lincoln's birthday, George Washington's birthday, and Valentine's Day. These are certainly the most important dates of this month. 
Yet, for sports fans, especially baseball fans, the month of February brings another thought to mind. That's right, the opening of the 1964 baseball spring training. With baseball as our national pastime, we sports fans can hardly wait for that first pitch and that first base hit. The spring training schedules for the teams are being drawn up at present, and the wait will not be long now, fans. It won't be long until that middle day in April when you'll hear, once again, the familiar bellow of the umpire, play ball. Robert Sullivan Roving Reporter The question asked by the roving reporter this month is, what do you think of a woman running for president? Mrs. King I admire Senator Smith, but I'm not sure that it's wise for her to run for president. Mr. Meyer's only comment was, Oh, brother! Mrs. Curtis I think that this is a wonderful breakthrough for women, and I think it's long overdue. Howard Spicer I think that it sounds like a good idea, but she won't even get as far as the nominating convention. I think she's intelligent and might make a good president, but I don't think that a woman will ever be president because they are too emotional. Pat Giles I don't particularly think that we should have one for president, but I think for a vice president it would be all right. Martha Farley I'm all for it. I think that they can do just as well as a man, and they also think of the budget more than a man does. Mystery Staff Member Once again, readers, the choice for this month's mystery staff member is here. As you all know by now, last time the mystery celebrity was Miss Hill. This month's staff member is medium in height, of medium weight, wears glasses, and smokes a pipe. This person has a very distinctive Irish accent. Try your luck at deciphering the name of this individual. Answer will be published in the next edition of the banner. Note of Thanks Mrs. Amen wishes to thank all those who sent her cards during her stay at home. They were greatly appreciated. Report from Rec Department the Recreation Department has several activities planned for students in the near future. First of all, there will be an Action Hour for all students held every Wednesday from 4 to 4.50 p.m. It will be on the order of a miscellaneous gathering. The activities will range from just talking to making crafts. A Valentine dance will be held Friday evening, February 14, from 7.30 to 8.50, for the 7th and 8th grades and high school. Knitting classes are being held for 5th and 6th grade girls. Any girl not in these grades, but wishing to join this knitting class, should contact Mrs. Hugh. An aquatic club to teach the younger girls new skills in swimming is being conducted.
Mrs. Hugh asked for volunteers for the rec department, and she received 43 volunteers from McMurray College and 44 from the Tri High Y Girls. Student Council Report This is about the busiest time of the year for the Student Council. The Banquet Committee is putting the last touches on preparation for the banquet. There are two committees working on the Carnival, which is to be held on March 14th. New games are being planned, along with interesting prizes. The Constitution Committee is working on amendments to improve our Student Council Constitution. There is also a committee that is working to secure the services of a man to take pictures of the high school students. For other information on this, check with any member of the council or with the student council faculty advisor, Mrs. Beard. Optimistic Views from Our Orchestra Director In an interview held recently with our orchestra director, Mr. Sittler, Several future events for our orchestra were named. The orchestra is now working toward two main goals. The Tri-State Music Festival, to be held here Friday, March 13, with Iowa and Missouri, and the Mason Music Festival, to be held here after spring vacation. Mr. Sittler plans several solos, ensembles, and group works for these music festivals. Mr. Sittler says that he is planning to have some of our orchestra students combine with some of the Iowa students for a group number. Also, some of our featured soloists will be Dennis Bloomquist on tenor sax, a string ensemble featuring the violinists, and also a trumpet duet by James Rhodes and Gerald Spinner. As Mr. Sittler states it, I'm waiting for them to learn their music. There are approximately 15 members in our school orchestra. To be eligible for the orchestra, you must know your music and have progressed to 7th grade in your studies. To sum up his feelings of the orchestra, Mr. Sittler said, they are a fine bunch of hard-working kids. They do a fine job. Senior Honoree Mary O'Grady has been elected to receive this year's DAR Award. She will represent our school at a tea honoring all winners from many schools in this area. Mary is from Villa Park, Illinois, and is looking forward to graduation in May. She has served her class in the offices of President, Secretary, and Treasurer. Campus Newcomer A new student has entered our high school this semester. Her name is Janet Wittenberg, and she is from DeKalb, Illinois. She previously attended DeKalb High School. She is 16 years of age. Her hobbies are collecting old TV guides and movie star magazines. She says she likes our school. Sports section. Warriors suffer triple defeats. The IBSSS Warriors suffered triple losses at the hands of three tough schools, 
Pekin, Springfield, and Wisconsin. Wednesday night, January 22, the Warriors fought in vain as they were smothered by Springfield High, 40-8. Saturday morning, January 25, the Warriors faced a tough foe in Pekin High and were defeated by a close margin, 21-16. Saturday evening, Coach Hallitzer's men faced another tough opponent in Wisconsin's squad. The final tally there showed a 31-16 defeat. The Fighting Warriors were not to be denied recognition, however, with impressive wins by Lem Phipps, Jim Crockett, Tom Anderson, Bob Sanders, and Steve Baugh. These men deserve a lot of credit along with all the other Warriors, for a great effort. Best of luck to the Warriors in spearing a victory soon. NCASB Results Here are the final tallies for the 11 teams that participated in the NCASB Wrestling Tournament at Wisconsin. Michigan, 114 Kansas, 68 Missouri, 52, Wisconsin, 41, Indiana, 41, Kentucky, 31, Iowa, 29, Illinois, 23, Nebraska, 19, Minnesota, 11, South Dakota, 2. Lemuel Phipps and Jim Crockett won second and first place medals, respectively, in their weight categories for Illinois. The team, while not repeating last year's spectacular upsets, gave good account of itself. The boys deserve an A-OK for effort. Coach Hallitzer deserves a medal for making the trip in spite of a broken ankle. Laugh a little. Mr. D, you don't seem to realize on which side your bread is buttered. Irv, that's okay. I eat both sides. Dick, have you forgotten that you owe me five dollars? Dennis, no, not yet. Give me time and I will. Ron, why are the medieval centuries called the Dark Ages? Mrs. Beard, because it was night time. She. How many times a day do you shave? He. Oh, forty or fifty, I guess. She. Say, are you crazy? He. No, I'm a barber. Mike. Not very amusing, is he? Bob. No, He couldn't even entertain a doubt. Ron, you'd better watch that talking to him about Braille. Jim, how come? Ron, he gets pretty touchy about that subject. Nancy, is it hard to lose one's relatives? Pat, hard? It is impossible. Mrs. Baker, how did you get here? Dorothy, flew. Grade school news. Mike Kelly, a new student, 
has joined Mrs. Dietrich's class. He is 15 years of age and is from Wilmette, Illinois. Miss Becker goes back to normal. Miss Barbara Becker has been helping to teach the fourth grade for the past six weeks. Before coming to Jacksonville, Miss Becker taught for 12 weeks at Peoria. Miss Becker's return to normal, where she is taking music and psychology, coincided with the end of the first semester. She told this reporter that she very much enjoyed her stay at the school and that she is sorry to leave. Another student teacher, also from Illinois State University at Normal, has come to our school to spend six weeks of the second semester. She is Mrs. Joanne Paul. Mrs. Paul, a senior at Normal, is majoring in special education of the blind. She says that she likes our school very much and that she is sure that she will enjoy her stay here. Mrs. Paul is with Mrs. Hartong's sixth grade Braille class. Mrs. Aldridge's class has been studying about Alaska and also learning to do things with snow. They are going to go sledding soon. They have seen how snow ice cream is made and have also eaten some chocolate snow ice cream with Mrs. Reed's class. The third grade science class is starting a unit of study of the farm, its animals, and growing things. The children are collecting many types of things which the class can examine. Mrs. Holmes' class is planning a Valentine's party at her house. Miss Russell's class is working out arrangements for a double birthday party for Jim Fink and Deborah Smith during February. Donna Bamber of Mrs. Curtis's room is taking a course in cosmetology at the School for the Deaf. Christopher Mulkin, a student in Miss Ware's class, spent two weeks in Florida with his family after Christmas. His return to school was delayed because of the snow which isolated Jacksonville. But when he did return, he gave a fine description of the trip and brought with him delicious oranges, sugar cane, and coconuts. He also brought samples of seashells. The class feels that they have had a real taste of Florida. A note from the fifth grade. We would like to thank all those kind and generous people who bought candy from our class to help the Mary Bryant home in Springfield. Fifth grade Braille, Miss Ware, teacher. <laughs>